Reason pulls himself on the roof of the apartment building. From this vantage point, he can see events unfolding. In the distance, fire trucks are making their way through the traffic. Residents of the apartment continue to pour out of the building, but no sight of the men in black. Oh God, who were those guys? Why were they trying to jump me? I don't see them anywhere. Oh no, where's Candy? They must have her. Lord, please don't let anything happen to that girl. What am I to do now? Lord, show me the way, please. His eye catches Sarek leaving the parked town car and walking behind a bush to relieve himself. Inside, Candy's hands find their way to the car's door lock. She can't get a handle on it, but after a few jiggles, it works. The lock pops. Grauman, the operative inside, doesn't hear it over his personal commentary. He's a little paranoid, don't you think, lass? All I'm saying is that one minute you're here minding your own business and the next you're nothing but ashes. And ten months later, nobody remembers why. But I've got my future planned out. Three years from now, it's smooth sailing. Candy works the handle, and after two tries, the door flies open. She stumbles out of the car, but awkwardly lands head first on the pavement. Before she can get to her feet, Grauman is upon her and forces her back into the car. Where do you think you're going, little lady? You try that again, lass, and I won't wait for the report. I'll shoot you right here, eh? Test me and find out. An angry look crosses Sarek's face. His young punk sidekick Grauman is acting unprofessional again. Why can't he do this one little thing right? She's just a girl and an unarmed one at that. With one last puff of his cigarette, he finishes his business in the bushes. Before he can turn to make his way back to the car, all he sees is a white flash as Reason's titanium rod smashes against his left temple. Then the light goes dark. Inside the car, Grauman has regained control of Candy. He got away. Bring the girl to headquarters right away. If we have her, he may come to us. Right away. Hey, Sarek. Sarek, we've got to go, so hurry it up, mate. Sarek. Grauman exits the car cautiously. He pulls his pistol and rounds the front of the car. Candy watches as Reason pole vaults over the bushes. Before Grauman can react, Reason brings his staff down heavy on his wrist, sending the gun to the ground. With a fluid motion, the staff swings back up, catching Grauman in the chin, sending him on the hood of the car. That powerful stroke was all it took to stop him as he slides off the hood of the car and lies still on the pavement. Candy, are you okay? Raven and the two other operatives pile into a black car and leave before the fire trucks and police cars pull into the parking lot. He got away. I have sent four operatives out to look for him and two to stake out his apartment. We will find him, and when we do, I will give you his liver on a silver platter. Inside what looks like a dungeon stands a shadowed figure. He wears a blood-red robe with a bony apparatus clutching his skull. His skin is pale gray. Only candles light the room. Forgive me if I don't share your enthusiasm, Raven. You have failed. Find him and find him soon or I'll be forced to induct a new first. We will find him. The dark figure turns to observe the body of a man chained motionless to a metal slab. Two dark figures stand on each side holding him down. The body moves slightly, breathing, then buckles twice, then violently. Red wisps of demonic oily substances manifest and stream into the body. And as suddenly as it began, the man's body grows rigid and still. 
His eyes turn a cloudy red. Herrick, the man in the red robe, smiles with a dark grin of satisfaction. It looks like we'll have to turn up the heat. Aggravane, you'll have to be ready sooner than expected. <laughs>